Hello Saints, Todd here with SafeguardYourSoul.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so blessed to have these moments together in the Word of God. And remember, Saints, there's nothing, there's nothing, no thing happening on God's planet that is even remotely as important as the work of the gospel and feeding the sheep of Jesus Christ for whom he died to save so that they can grow in grace, they can be edified, they can be equipped for the work of the ministry according to the scriptures. And let me just guarantee you this one thing, by the grace of God, this outreach will continue to unapologetically endeavor to preach the whole of the word of God, regardless of who gets offended or not in Jesus name. And please remember that your prayers and support are vital to this operation. Thank you. Barefoot, pregnant, and happy. The first time, my friends, if you have not already experienced this, that you hold your own baby in your arms, your heart is going to be indescribably filled with a joy you have never known, and you are going to wonder just how you lived without that precious child. The joy God gives us in becoming parents as an exuberance that is unique and cannot be duplicated with any other thing we may try or attempt to fill our lives with, it's absolutely incomparable. Doing things God's way will always bring contentment. Jesus said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Also, I want to point you to in your reading, in your Bible reading, Psalm 127 and 128 is all about family and children. The enemy, though, of God, the enemy of all souls, seeks to destroy God's creation, namely those created in his holy image, mankind. And as he did in the garden, Satan attacks through the woman, Genesis chapter 3, the weaker vessel, 1 Peter 3. He seeks to destroy God's purpose for women, marriage, motherhood, and also seeks to destroy mankind via the man. But we do see that in the Garden of Eden, Satan attempted to seduce the woman and he spoke to the woman and lied to her. And so we do see that as a simple truth that he does target the woman. If women are being destroyed, that's going to destroy the rest of God's perfect plan concerning husbands and wives and family. Titus 2.5 says that women are to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. Titus 2.5, if Satan, who is the God of this world, is constantly mocking God's plan for women to be married, submissive to their husbands and bearing children and keepers at home, etc., what does that tell us? Well, it's actually confirmation that such is the plan of God. Every day we are bombarded and in our indoctrination systems that were once called schools and education systems, women are taught to train for the man's role and to go out and get a degree so they can compete with men. And this is how Satan has diverted them from the plan of God to be uh, women who are, as we read in 1 Timothy 5.14, I will therefore that the younger women marry 
bear children, guide the house, give none occasion to the adversary to speak reproachfully. So God's will is that the younger women marry, bear children, and guide the house. That's 1 Timothy 5.14. As we know, anything warring against anyone, warring against it, and being a pawn of these evil lies is a child of Satan, and that it's Satan behind this destruction, this attempted destruction of humankind, and the fruit that we have seen even in our country, America, has been absolutely horrific, absolutely horrific. And I won't go into detail about that right now, but I want to encourage you, especially ladies, to follow the transformed wife, the transformed wife on social media. Here's some of the stuff she's saying. It's amazing. And then I'm going to read you something I got from one of my elders, Paul Roberts, here in just a minute on this matter. But she said recently, feminism is a fatal disease. By the way, feminism is nothing more or less than Jezebelian. In other words, rebellion against God's plan for women and perpetrated initially by a witch who was the wife of a king of Israel called Ahab. You can read all about that in scripture. I believe it will begin in about the 16th or so chapter of 1 Samuel. Feminism, she writes, is a fatal disease. A biblical womanhood is the only cure. Share it as often and with whomever you can. Women are being destroyed under the lies and false promises of feminism. We must never be ashamed or afraid of speaking the truth in love." Unquote the transformed wife. Also, she had a guest post on there recently, a guy named Joel. He said this, speaking of the family, husbands, wives, and children, ultimate privilege for kids. Here they are, born to married parents. Next, take kids to fellowship or fellowship at home. Mom stays home with kids. Next, mom and dad are fit. Next, charter, private, or homeschool. Dad works from home or runs his own business. Bonus, extended family is close and visit regularly, unquote. You see, friends, marriage is God's design. And uh, Brother Paul Roberts, godly elder in Christ for many years, writes this. He sent me this recently. It would be nice if women, he said, single or married, could hear this message from the pulpit on the biblical role of a godly woman. Not one minister I've heard, either on TV or in the local churches, have the intestinal fortitude to address the modern-day woman with the truth concerning the biblical role of women. I see signs, he says, hanging in the offices of women in their business careers that reads something like this. He gives an example. A woman's place is in the House and in the Senate, unquote. Motherhood or being submissive is no longer in vogue for the modern day woman. Being a housewife and or mother is considered to be far below a woman's potential and is akin to having no ambition, being an intellectual dullard, and at a social level of some backwards rednecked hillbilly who is always barefoot and pregnant. He continues, however, it does take two to tango. Some of the fault for aggressive Jezebel-type women lies with weak men who may or may not be Christians who prefer to submit their manly role to women. Therefore, many women feel the need to take up the vacuum in authority left by weak husbands who won't assume the mantle of their role as a servant leaders who provide spiritual and physical food to prosper and protect the family. Men who are stay-at-home husbands are in this category. They're oppressors, and women rule over them, the scripture says. He writes, 
is the outstanding characteristic of these spineless men. Paul Roberts continues, Marriage is a great mystery concerning Christ and the church. Christ, the man, is the head of the body, which is his wife-to-be, or the church. The church, which is the body of Christ, does not rule over its head, which is Christ. And that relationship structure is to be duplicated in all earthly families of born-again Christians. Any other relationship structure is a misrepresentation of the headship of Jesus Christ over his church, his body. When the body, in its arrogance, attempts to usurp authority over the head of the church, Christ, then the church begins to teach for commandments the doctrines of men making the commandments or the word of God of none effect and the church falls into apostasy or departing from the faith Mark 7 20 through 23 and then he finishes Mr. Paul brother Paul Roberts says this is a subject near and dear to my heart because I have seen this up close and personal in the marriage of one of my sons dysfunctional marriage structure is a serious danger and matter unquote food for thought saints encourage to you to pray and take these things to the Lord and pray that your life and your family and your role will be brought into perfect order as God has ordained for women or men. As we close, here's a couple of more things I put at the bottom of this post. I got some great other posts linked. 60 ways to make your marriage rock. Godly, another post, godly men, husbands. These are the titles of posts that are linked here on safeguardyoursoul.com. Under this post, here's another Another one, be fruitful and multiply. Most of these have podcasts connected with them or in them, embedded in them. All right, here's one more. Is your wife a legalist for wanting you to love and be faithful to her? All right, so Transform Wife recently wrote this one. She says, things needed for women to enter the workforce, daycare and public schools, nursing homes for the old, fast food, birth control, antidepressants in massive numbers, and psychologists. Cultures have deeply suffered without women women in their homes. Here's another one. She writes, God commands to wives. Here's his, God's commands to wives to love their husband, Titus 2.4, to obey their husbands, Titus 2.5, 1 Peter 3.6, to submit to their husbands, Ephesians 5.22 and 24, to please their husbands, 1 Corinthians 7.34, not to deprive him sexually, 1 Corinthians 7.5, meek and quiet spirit. Women are to have a meek and quiet spirit, 1 Peter 3.4, become the godly wife God calls you to become, unquote. All right. She also writes this. He is the breadwinner. She is the bread maker. He is the sun. She is the moon who reflects and extends the sun's light where the sun is not. He forms she fills. He sets the melody. She brings the harmony. He empowers her, and she uses that power to enlarge the domain of their household. That's actually written by Joe Rigney. All right. Transform Wife said this recently also. Career women don't raise their own children. Other women raise their children. They aren't helpers for their husbands. They're helpers for their bosses. Some other man, in other words. They aren't homemakers. They aren't even home. Consider your ways carefully. Carefully, young women, wife, mother, homemaker, or career woman. 
In other words, ends out with a question mark. Are you a wife, mother, homemaker, or a career woman? Also, the transformed wife wrote this on a meme recently. When you marry, you are building a home together, and the foundation is Jesus Christ. If you are blessed with children, they become part of that home, and you choose to serve the Lord. Keep that home together. Fight for that home. Pursue peace and don't allow evil to pervade or destroy that home. Grow old with your husband in that home you have built together. Don't be a foolish woman who tears it down, but be a wise woman who builds it up. She's referring to Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1. Many of you are familiar with this verse. It says, Every wise woman buildeth her house, but the foolish plucketh it down with her hands. And some have commented that a woman could pluck down her house with her words, or she could build up that house with her words. The scripture says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying or building up, that it may minister grace to the hearers. Amen. Also linked at the bottom of this post as we close are the links to the marriage category. Also manhood, Jezebel, the Proverbs 31 woman. This has been listened to by thousands of women, and we put it all together in one long play video. It's absolutely rich in content. We've got so many reviews, probably more than any other post we've ever had on Safeguard Your Soul. And some of them are on there. Anyway, it's the Proverbs 31 woman. Children, another category, and family. God bless you, friends. Thanks for listening. We love you, and we are praying that God's grace would be multiplied in your life, and that he would take away any stony places in your heart that are caused by rebellion against him and give you a heart of flesh, that you might delight in the Lord, and he might give you the desires of your heart, which will be his desires, that you may be one with Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, brothers and sisters, it's been a blessing to spend these moments with you in the Word of God. And remember, there's hundreds of more Christ-centered, scripture-rich, edifying podcasts on safeguardyoursoul.com forward slash audios. There's also a store page with several many books on there for your edification in Christ. They're all scripture-rich and Christ-centered. Also, tens of thousands of saints and sinners are being reached every month, and you're prayers are coveted for the fruitfulness and supply of this outreach. God be praised, by the way, for those who are supporting. And feel free to visit our donate page on the site. And you can use your debit card, PayPal, or Patreon. And you can become a monthly sustaining member if you choose to do so. And a gift of any amount is so appreciated. Part of this outreach is to equip and supply other ministering disciples across our great country and all over the world. And may God be praised that there's fruitfulness happening among his people and through his beloved saints as we know that the return of our Lord Jesus Christ draws nigh. And we say together in the words of Revelation 22, even so, come Lord Jesus. Amen.